This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, you have to take so. out your key anyway. Yeah, but a key is for a door. Yeah. <laughs> a phone is for your home. And a wallet is for the mall shit. None of that rhymed. You didn't have to force it. Wallet mall shit? Yeah, that one did because you made it rhyme. But the Phone, first two. Home, kind of. And then the keys for a door. <laughs> I just can't believe what I heard last show. The keys for the door and the phone is for home. Don't tell me the pinch is out of time. He's falling to pieces trying to rhyme. And he took home his first hurdy Cause he had a bad show He made us all frown Tried his dang best Couldn't turn it around Wallet and shit They didn't quite fit and Tried to justify But he couldn't survive He had a bad show The chipmunk don't lie He laughed while we cried And tried to claim the gold mic You had a bad show and if I were you Yo, Jake may have gotten that turdy But you better believe he walked away with that GM That very same app Hey, long live the streak, Jake Stay humble Wonder, so now the golden mic is quasi up for grabs Quasi <laughs> <laughs> And we'll see, but try not to get too grubby Wow 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 <laughs> That was... <laughs> That was yeah. powerful. That was like the first. It moved I, me to hear that. It's cool. And it was I cool won to the have golden it there. Mic this episode for the theme song. How <laughs> fucked up is that? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my uh, god! Have you ever seen that happen? <laughs> oh my god, dude! Have you ever seen that happen before? Where I won the golden mic based on the song because because I put that in motion. When I made that failed rhyme, I wonder if I knew at the time that it would result in a theme song no. of this caliber. No way. Ah, this is crazy. Oh my God. I don't say oh my god nuts. like you're discovering something. You just, what just thought, happened? Not really. What just even happened just now? <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're I did create it. it. You're you tell right. me what happened. You're right. I I think I agree with that. I created that theme song by by my failed rhyme in that episode. When I took home that turdy, it was actually a seed that grew into a golden mic tree. And I just picked one off during the theme song. That was like a collab. It was an alley-oop between me and who was that? Um, oh, my God. Matt. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Holy shit, dude. Wow. A golden mic? 
For me? What? What did I do? <laughs> not you. Not you and not you. Why do I deserve this, huh? Uh, that was a cover of Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Remember Daniel Powder? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, Absolutely. Actually, this guy, an Australian, so he says, for any Melbourne-based listeners, check out Brunswick Burn on Instagram. It's a chill oil comp- chili oil company that I found. <laughs> it's chill, chill and oil. chilly. It's pretty it's chill really oil. chill oil. It's like BP, uh, but a little more fucking uh, chilly. interesting. Yeah. Uh, he found it with his girlfriend, who's, and it's vegan, gluten-free, and delicious. So shout out to uh, Brunswick Burn burn also if there's time shout out and then somebody else do you think do you think there's time or should we just move on there's a little time there's a little time why don't we do it because the song actually the song actually did own at the end of the day um thanks to me and danny p (laughs) you mean the original songwriter of the song and you i'm actually the uh, original songwriter of the song <laughs> did i not coin the the train the, the phrase uh wallet and wall shit mall shit excuse me <laughs> oh my god uh, oh my god i just won <laughs> I can't we need that uh headgum podcast sound effect wow <laughs> wow <laughs> Shout out to my bro, Benny K, who introduced me to you guys five years back. Love, Matt. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool because uh, you're constantly thinking about moving to Australia. So this guy would be like a cool sort of entrepreneur slash artist slash sort of Lothario because he has a girlfriend um, to like link up with and then sort of have as a home base when we first get there that's awesome yeah what i do i have been threatening a move to my motherland uh which is australia i think and we need like sort of like we land we need someone to like pick us up to like get our bearings where does he say where does he say he lives is the thing he's uh melbourne melbourne that's pretty good yeah that's pretty yeah i think if we follow the chili oil company on insta mm-hmm. we'd become like part owners or something and like equity in that company and then we sort of turn oh. that into like sort of that could be our new life if we sorry you said follow it on instagram we'll become part owners well we would follow and then we would eventually like, we would promote prom- takeover do an instagram takeover <laughs> but then actually an actual hostile takeover a bear hug <laughs> of the chili oil company and turn it into a chill oil company and then we yeah. fucking have an oil spill off the golden coast how's <laughs> that chili oil spill that's that's actually really good marketing a bp mm. chili oil spill oh that's good that's and we get marketing. someone yeah. underground to like we dump what's it called sixty thousand tons of chili into byron bay Yes. And so all the dolphins and sharks come out with like cool, like siesta and fiesta style, like garb. And it's like they turn into like this fun Mm -hmm. sort of Baja California house party. I start, yeah, like shaking some maracas. And I, yeah. (laughs) That's good. That's That's right. That's actually really, really good. And I'm going to cut that part out of the podcast. And, uh, dm brunswick burn about yeah definitely cut it out and give that a shot i'd love love to see that 
Um, okay, let's start the show, for Christ's sakes. You already won the golden mic, so let's see oh how you god. earn it. Oh my god. Wow! <laughs> it's starting to weigh on me, the amount of turdies that I've gotten. <laughs> really? Well, you, don't, you haven't even gotten a turdy this episode. You can't just be happy for me that I got the golden mic <laughs> during the song? <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice pod on the wad, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jod. That'd be awesome. Jod? You're a Jod? That could be your Australian name, because like a lot of people in Australia have like weird-ass names. How do you do, you mate? Really I'm hear. Jod. I'm yeah, Jod, mate. Jod. Can't you like imagine that? Like It's yeah. like a, a fine thing to spell and see, but like you've never heard that as a name. That's you like what Jod, I envision. Jod, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah my, my mate. Jod. Job, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and like my old buddy gid or something like yeah, that yeah job yeah. <laughs> me. so j-a-u-d-e uh all right we got some uh, real questions from real people mm. uh we need some fake australian names to preserve their anonymity yes yes please um Chris, actually, you know what? Fucking, let's call yet again another person on this uh, podcast, Patrick Rafter. A classic. Yeah. Jod Rafter writes, is it reasonable to love plants the way one might love a dog? She keeps dropping hints that she can't get rid of any of them because she loves them like I love my dog. I don't want to hurt her feelings, and I'm not sure when enough is enough. She wants to go to the plant nursery again to look for more. Is it fair to compare her plants to my pup? If so, what do we do about the furniture? If not, how do I tell her it's not the same thing as having a pet? Many thanks. Love, Jod P. Raft. It's interesting um, writing on that. He just said he didn't introduce us to anybody, but I'm (laughs) assuming he dropped a paragraph or something, copy and paste error. Yeah, maybe there was a picture of a lot of plants in a home or something like Uh, that. So his his significant other uh, is saying... That I got to have more plants. And then he's like, enough is enough. enough. And she's like, it's the same thing. You love your dog. I love my plants. Well, They're actually living, breathing things. So it's, yeah, but it's not the same because she has to have many plants to fill the void. And he only has to have one dog. So in theory, there should just be one plant that takes the place. Um, do many plants amass to one dog? Maybe so, because there's... You're, it's something that you nurture and care for and think about. Yeah. So like the it's whole definitely, collection, but I think individually it doesn't match the dog. Yeah, I think in I think yeah, plants first in order of responsibility slash love and care. Like you still got to care for a plant, and it's sad when a plant dies. And I know because I've killed many of plants. Mm-hmm. Then above that is dog. Yeah, you'd be sadder if your dog is sick than a plant is sick. Right. Still bummed, but more bummed because it's a living, breathing. You know, you play, yeah. with, you interact with this dog. Yeah, the and dog then, has eyes; it can look at you, and you see yeah, pain and you, fear. Yeah, yeah. And then probably above that is kid, though I haven't had one yet. Maybe the kid is in between plant and dog. I don't really know how probably baby factors into the equation. That, yeah. So it's like those are like three equally distant things. Plant is a one. Dog is a fifty, and kid is a what? I don't know, seventy-two or some shit. Right. <laughs> Out of a hundred. <laughs> yeah and cactus is somewhere there too it's 72 yeah yeah uh, a succulent i mean i it's it is interesting because it feels like these are just two separate thoughts that two different people will have there's not really a way that you can get her to agree with you but i don't think she has to 
unless you like really need her to stop buying these plants. Yeah. And then it, it's weird to tell her because some people are plant lovers. They're like, Avital is kind of like this. She's like, the more plants, the better. There's no amount. Like she would love to come home and it's like fucking fern gully plants yeah. everywhere. And you, do you temper that? Are you like, let's not add any more plants. We have enough plants. No, I mean, I don't, we haven't gone to the point where I have to like push back, but I also wouldn't mind a lot of plants. I like the way, you know, nursery smell and look. It's nice. Better than stark white, which is how I would decorate a house. Yeah. And, but do you have to, I guess like the question is like, as long as you're not the one caring for the plants, it, it shouldn't matter that much. I like plants around. I don't like dying smelly plants with fucking uh, gnat infestations. So I can imagine yeah. not being into that. If somebody's like, I want plants, but they're not taking care of plants. Because I've had plants that like suddenly get like bugs on them or they just start wilting and you try to water them and they just smell weird. So, you know. I can I can picture not wanting to live in a place like that, but then also dogs kind of smell bad. Dogs can smell pretty bad. They smell pretty bad too. <laughs> you gotta you gotta wash the dog. You gotta wash your plants. You gotta dust your plants. You, you gotta, gotta water them, plants. feed them. Everyone's got a different schedule. Everything's Some, a responsibility and never fucking ends. Yeah, and then eventually you'll be gone. So I yeah. guess and then everything learn is someone how to take care of shit. Responsibility. Yeah. That's right. Um, so d can this guy say enough is enough? Or maybe you don't want to say my dog is different. Then it sort of like puts this weird competition slash animosity between you right. two. You're, you're starting from a weird place, which is I like my dog more than you like your plants. That's not what the argument is actually about. The argument is actually I think we have too many plants. So take the dog out. You can just be like, cool, I know you love plants and I love my dog. Aside from that. I think there's too many plants in the house. So the argument is about how many plants can fit in the house, not how much she <laughs> loves plants and how much you love your dogs and what a relationship between those things is. Yeah. Do you, yeah. I mean, is there a maximum? Is there an amount of plants where you would say no more? I think every room should have one to two. Yeah. One to two but, in a corner, let's say. Yeah. I mean, but like, if you had like fucking vines and shit, and I wouldn't flowers. Like, and I I would not like that. Wall, fucking things with planters in the wall and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I don't like that. I like a pop of, a pop of green. I like a a plant in the corner. I like a plant on the shelf, the viney things on the shelf, but maybe just one. You know, I'm trying to yeah. think of my my living room. We have two plants in. I I could live with a third, maybe a tree. That'd be nice. A Betty? tree. Yeah. Wow. I got tall ceilings. I live in New York City, you know? Is that a thing? I don't know. These old houses in New York had a lot of, like, nice tall ceilings, yeah. Back when people were just, like, eight foot four by accident. Like, come see the world's tallest freak. He lives yeah. in this building, and he had to have, like, super tall ceilings. Exactly, exactly. But when the houses were built, they had nice big, big windows and tall ceilings. I think to... I don't even know why, actually, because... It was more heat efficient to have the smaller rooms. Well, you know what they say? Houses in New York have so much unnecessary space. You get so much space for your buck. So, like, it's probably all part of the amount of space that's just overflowing and abundant yeah. with regards to homes and apartments in New York City. Well, that's, uh, yeah, they, they've made it New York a lot smaller. They, they sectioned it off. And that's what we're here to talk to you guys about. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to make New York bigger. 
Um, <laughs> it's kind of a passion project. Knock of down your walls, folks. <laughs> I want Manhattan to be two. I want it to be double. I just like figure out a way to just, yeah. I don't know. Imagine living off 17th Ave in 130,000 Street. Ave. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Let's, let's widen it. Let's widen the berth. Make let's it lengthen. It, yeah. It should, well, it, should, it could go into New Jersey, frankly. It could. Yes. And it could go up to Westchester. <laughs> if we needed it to, that could all be Manhattan. Yes, I want to push, I want to re-Pangea New York, sort of shove things together like a puzzle piece. I don't hate that. And make it bigger. It's an anti-river philosophy. Oh, yeah, we don't even have to shove it together. We just have to fill in the rivers. Interesting. What about getting Phil Rivers to sort of hop on board this campaign? I feel like, yeah. Phil Rivers fills in the rivers? Yeah, and it's just him sort of doing like the first, it's like sort of a ceremonial thing, like the groundbreaking, but mm-hmm. the river filling. That's cool. So he's like tossing in the first, I don't know, what would it be, mud into the river to start yeah, filling like a it? a shovel how, full of dirt or a stone. Yeah. How much How and much would you you'd need? have to use trash. I think you would just have to have like a, a floating landmass of like plastic, dog shit, bags, garbage, yeah. styrofoam, cups, whatever, <laughs> debris. Um, yeah. But that would be 17th Ave. <laughs> I think we're describing a pilot of an animated show where like uh, a series of crazy entrepreneurs do insane things like fill the river up with garbage. And we could do that because it's animated. Mm. And then people start living on the street. And then I don't know what goes bad in act two. The garbage starts coming up oh. and infiltrating the houses or some shit like I that. I do like an animated show where you and I play two competing egocentric billionaires. Imagine I play an Elon Musk, you play a Jeff Bezos. Oh, that's we're cool. Each trying to one up each other by like you know, we go into space, we're building an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. That's um, good. Yeah, we're, we're we want to like about colonize Mars. The goal of the show is that we're both fighting to become the first trillionaire. So it's called First Trillionaires. Oh, so that's it's good. me versus you. You could be, yeah, Bezos and Musk are probably the, the closest comps, but we'd have to differentiate the two. It can't be two of the same characters. Right. It would have to be like a Sir Richard Branson and a Jeff Bezos. Yeah, one who's like going into space and the other one's just chilling with yachts. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... Yeah. There's also like the Barry Diller type where like the old media tycoon. Right. Yeah. Tycoon. And I f- yeah, I feel like Sir Richard Branson is more of a like fun loving wacky. He's like the, uh, the Hansel in uh, Zoolander type, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I'll spend my money Ex- and I'll go to Nepal. <laughs> yeah. And then I, th- I feel like you would be more of a musk kind of like the genius, like you, uh, an inventor or something yeah who has a borderline personality disorder so i don't really have any friends and i name my kid a series of weird characters that's good yeah yeah so you would be you would be the richard branson one is that what you're saying i think so yeah (laughs) just because the the blonde and the brunette of it all yeah it it feels right that's the only way to differentiate it yeah Uh, all right let's discuss um a story and B stories during this break so we can really beat out this pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we come back, we'll continue the podcast after yeah. these messages. Blow out the cast as well. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. 
Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back. Uh, Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little i don't you do yeah i mean in general just go get your booster you know the vaccine the efficacy Mm. weighs after six to eight months we're all in that zone now right okay i'll second we all got it i haven't we all got it right last spring yeah 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 i haven't gotten my booster yet but i should do that yeah and the booster uh, wildly varies in terms of side effects. Some people don't feel anything. Some people are shaking and sweating in bed. And that was me for about a day. And look at me now. I feel fine. Wow. We're, and you had not, did you have the reaction from the vaccine? I did. I had a sort of a similar, but not, um, as I bad. guess, as intense. Yeah. I was like more tired from the second one and like kind of stiff and sore at night. But this time I like woke up and I was like, I'm so hot. I'm so sweaty. I need to like, then I got really cold and I went to a bath. I sent Avital a series of photos of me sort of struggling. So we have this photo collage. Here's oh, a fun one of, of me with a, a moist, um, I'll send it to you, a moist washcloth on my head. This is what I looked like at 6 p.m. the following day. This is God, a good. I cannot wait to see this. A good ad for vaccinations. 
Not to scare anyone from getting it, of course. Right. No, I've, it's a rite of passage. I mean, it's fun because you can you get to either talk about how sick it made you or talk about how you didn't feel anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like people and love I, this shit. And it is fun to feel ill because you know where it's coming from. It didn't surprise you. And it always does go away. And you're like, oh, I feel much better now. It's kind of like the end of a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that moment when the hangover fades. Yeah. So you wake up sort of in a pool of sweat. And this is what... Um, I'm sending you the photo. <laughs> it looks like there's, I'm wearing a wig or something, but this is just a <laughs> second. Oh my God. <laughs> this looks like a squirrel on your face. <laughs> I'm, I'm red and happy. You're, and she asked me how I was doing. You're blushed. <laughs> Sir, you're, you're burning. You're absolutely burning. <laughs> I can see the sweat on your neck. <laughs> It looks like you just came out of a sauna. <laughs> Instead, I just came out of a nap. Oh and there's a God. thermometer in my ass. Jesus Christ, man. You sure? Yeah. You sure people should get boosted? I think so, because I think that if I got Corona, <laughs> I think if I got COVID, I would feel like that for two to four weeks. Right. So it's nice that it condensed it into one 24-hour <laughs> sesh that will prevent it from ever happening again. Hopefully. Hopefully. My good Lord. Uh, but yeah, let's all do our part, people. And yes, I'm still going to be wearing masks in a crowded indoor environment. It's just the right thing to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I went to a show last week and I wore a mask. Is that good? Was it fine? Was it not ideal, but kind of nice? Was it dystopian in a non-fancy way? It's, yeah, all of the above. It's like, you got it but it sucks, but it's fine because it's necessary and it's not that bad, but you do kind of <laughs> miss the old days. <laughs> I threw away all my masks and now I had to get them all again. I did I have to, re I had to replenish masks. I was like, I was letting them run out around the time that, uh, like over the summer uh, when everything was opening back up and now it's yeah. just, uh, yeah. I'm starting to see ads for uh, mask accoutrement. So, like, there's a bunch of ads during basketball games for something called the Cool Turtle, I think, where it's this plastic thing that you put under your mask so that your mask isn't, like, too close to your lips. So, like, it's almost creating, like, this air oh. cage in between your face and the mask. That's interesting. I wonder if I would yeah. like that. Yeah. I, it seems like another annoying thing to add, but maybe it makes the mask wearing. Like, if you're going to wear it for, like, a flight, maybe it... It really does work. Yeah, it's. I mean, wearing the mask through the grocery store, or whatever, is never, never bad. But I feel, I feel for the people that have to wear them all day. It's not fun. I like putting it on, like entering a bank in a grocery store, because I get to sort of feel like a robber for a second. Yeah, that's so nice. It's like, it's like I put on the mask and I walk in there, and I don't really steal. <laughs> you put anything. on the mask and you run in there, right? <laughs> yeah. Where do you guys keep your navel oranges? <laughs> I'm, I'm in the market for a tangerine. Sort of huffing and puffing, wearing. I'm also wearing a ski mask just to yeah. double up my right. efficacy. That's right, because you want to cover your hair as well. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, next question, next thought, mm -hmm. next thing to do now. Let's go. Uh, we got a question about. Oh, this one's funny. Uh, it's a fairly simple one. Writes um, Jim from australia Got it. uh this is a fairly simple one i can't figure out how to get it over my partner of six years 
gulps like crazy when drinking any liquid. Most everything else is fine, bar some small arguments about housework, but the way it sounds when they drink water makes me want to scream. Apparently, some people just swallow more air when they drink, and it makes more noise, and you'd have to train your muscle to drink differently to change it. The thing is, how do I go to my partner and tell them, the way you drink makes me feel sick. Please put a concerted effort into changing the way you've swallowed your whole life. Uh, Please help me either get over this or find a way to tell them that I cannot deal with the gulping. I feel like you could tell someone that they drink bad. That's not like, I don't think anybody like holds a, I don't know, a a sensitivity about how they sip. I feel like if anything, you're just not really thinking about it. It's like, if someone told me that I slurp too much, I would be like, that's just how I drink. (laughs) Well, it would be for us like the food equivalent of like making a lot of noise when we eat. Yeah. Would you feel comfortable if Jill said, can you stop making noises or chew differently? Yeah, totally. And and she tells me, she doesn't ever, I, I don't eat very loudly, but I eat very fast. And she'll often tell me to not eat so fast or to slow down or to not yeah. be so messy because I'll also, <laughs> I'll try to eat normal. Then, then I sometimes start to eat really, really fast. And then it starts getting lost ma- in the yeah. sauce and then it starts making a mess. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to like wipe my hands on my mouth between bites now <laughs> because I'm going to be done soon. So I just have to power through. Yeah. <laughs> so I just look like the inertia a, is yeah. going. I look yeah. like a baby. I'm just cu- like, there's just food <laughs> dripping down my hand to my forearm it's all over my face. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to put the sand. If I put the sandwich down, it falls apart and I just make the napkin messy. I should just finish the sandwich and take a yeah. shower, right? <laughs> so you're yelling in front of her parents. This was Don't tell me. Yeah. Don't tell me that I should eat slower. If anything, I should eat faster and go take a shower, right? Yeah. <laughs> Does Don't she do you that think- when it's... <laughs> Does she do that when it's just you two or it's like more of a in public situation? No, when it's just us two. Got it. Yeah. When we're in public, she'll mention it, but like almost as a joke, like, oh my God. <laughs> she'll make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. She'll sort of hit the other person's elbow and said, can you believe this yeah. guy, this fucking freak? Look how he eats. He's disgusting. Like do you believe I live with this? Do you, uh, do you make a more concerted effort to eat better when you're around others? Yes. Yeah, definitely. But like, it depends who it is. Like, if I, I think I went out to dinner with you and I didn't really. I think in public, I, I kind of do if I'm at a restaurant. Um, yeah. In the comfort of my own home? No. Um, you won't take it easy. No. No, I will not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nor should I, because I've earned this house, I've earned this home. What about and I can you? Eat any way I please. You're I'll a do a fork eater. and a knife. I'll really? do a napkin no. tucked into no, my not. shirt, and you I will eat, eat slowly. Twenty hunched over the sink. Per bite. <laughs> you know I don't have a clean bite. No, you don't have a clean bite. I think that's, that's really I, what it comes down to is that my teeth are a little too dull, so I yeah. can't really bite through things. I need to like suck. Everything is a noodle to me. <laughs> You know that everything's a noodle to me, it's like, <laughs> including noodles. Yeah, you slurp a pasta noodle to like you know clean it up. That's what I do with every food. Is it just becomes a slurpy noodle that needs all of it needs to go in my mouth. Otherwise, it will spill out. 
Yeah. And in addition to that, I have a problem with, I don't like putting my lips, uh, affixing it on a spoon. So what I'll do is sort of pour or use my teeth to get the liquid or, you know, semi-liquid, an oatmeal. <laughs> you don't like, uh, you don't pasta. like putting your lips on a spoon? Let's say you like, uh, let's say you have a, a, a soup, okay, yeah. or an oatmeal. Are you sucking the oatmeal off the spoon with your lips or are you using your teeth to just sort of grind it off? I'm I using guess, my teeth most of all. I guess I use teeth. But yeah. if, and if I'm trying to get if I'm trying to get everything off, I flip the I flip the spoon and I'll use tongue. Are you comfortable with tongue on the spoon, or do you? I will only want to I use act, teeth. I actually don't feel comfortable answering that question. Really, and that's the first time I've ever said that on this show. So I think you should respect it. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I will. I I don't mind tonguing <laughs> a spoon. I will not affix my lips to the contour of the metal. Wait, so you said frame. you said you were so offended by the question that you weren't going to answer it. It's the first time that's ever happened. I needed to respect it. Then you answered it. You said you're fine with the tongue on the spoon? Tongue is fine, yes. But like even dating back to cereal, I would never like I would never close my lips around a spoon and push the cereal off. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, interesting. I'm sort of a a scared, skittish coward of a man. I'm also a mouth breather. Quite frankly. Yeah, you are a mouth breather. And you know what? My buddy Sean was telling me that he went to see a doctor recently and they were like, oh, your uh, your nasal passages, I forget what it's called, um, sinus cavities or what's it called when you get a nose job? Deviated uh, septum. Oh, yeah, septum. Your septum was like, mis- his septum was like misaligned or something or like wasn't letting air in. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so like, there's procedures you can do that's like almost like a nose job, but they don't change the shape of your nose. They shape they change the shape of your canals. And I'm curious to go see a nasal doctor to see like if you'd be like, no, that's just what most noses are. You should be able to breathe through your nose. Or they'd be like, oh, my God, they're so close. Yeah. How have you survived? You're a hero. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. We must widen these you. passages. This is amazing. Uh, you're, you're a marvel. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious to go and see if my septum is like wide or normal or what. But I'm also afraid that like these doctors will just tell me that they can always be wide and look better and you can become a nose breather with this procedure that I'd have to pay for. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm a mouth breather, but I can breathe through my nose. I I like but like I when know. you breathe through your nose is it full? Like like yeah. for me it's like it's pretty like it's getting compressed and like I'm not getting a full dose of oxygen oh that's odd yeah i i mean i can take a look at your um septum next time i'm in la if you want i don't know if i hold it up to the zoom i don't know if you can see no yeah that's it's hard (laughs) (laughs) i'm clicking my tongue because like this is it's like creating this weird reflex (laughs) it's so funny it's just you're making a silly face at me on zoom no one can see this. He's holding up his nose like a little piggy and flicking his tongue out. <laughs> and it's funny. It is funny. We should make this a video podcast, man. <laughs> Just serious. for that shit. Just for that shit. We'll add it to the uh we'll add it to the first trillionaire's spec script we're writing. That's a good idea. Uh, okay, so yeah, you oh, can yeah, tell wait, your the question. partner that they gulp loudly, perhaps, or you can set up a situation where um, a friend is over and they're like, "Whoa, you gulp weird," and then you could be like, 
I've never thought that, but I guess you do maybe a little bit. If you want help, I can help you. But like, mm. I would never mention it. Right. Greg, how dare you bring it up? I, <laughs> That's I think really yeah, rude. You should. I think it, yeah, that should be the attitude. Your friend brings it up, and then you actually act really offended, and you're like, "I love their loud little gurgly <laughs> gulps. Don't change a thing. I love when you suck it down like a hog." <laughs> yes, and when you slurp your cereal, your soup, your pasta, your spaghetti. <laughs> It's all good because it's all thin, yeah. nose cavity or otherwise. I think you can say something. You can always say something, especially if you've been with someone for seven years. It's You can say whatever you want. Uh, all right, cool. Enjoy. Uh, let's take another break. Thanks to more peoples, and we'll be back with more questions after these messages. Raw. Wow. Wow. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Yes. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my kitchen pal. We should say your kitchen is getting renovated above you. So if you hear some banging, it's not um, something nefarious happening in yeah, the background. Right. No, there's just uh, some people. I, th I feel like they're hanging cabinets in my parents' kitchen right now. So. And you don't you feel bad because like they're doing a real job. You can't be like, "Hey guys, can you knock it off? I'm actually recording a podcast downstairs." Mm -hmm. um, yeah, can you just give me forty eight? And then you walk <laughs> downstairs, and then they hear you go, 
<laughs> you're making silly faces at me. Yeah. You're so funny. He's you, flicking his tongue at me. <laughs> you really don't want to ever say to somebody covered in sawdust wearing knee pads um, with a tool belt <laughs> that I have to go do a podcast downstairs. I actually won the golden mic with this song this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they love it oh my god i love that show i love the episode is it you're gonna get a turdy <laughs> holy shit i didn't know any cool workers listen to our pod that's really tight yeah it could be worse you, you could be telling them not to make any noise because you have to record your dungeons and dragons live stream right you're painting true. a figurine yeah i'm a painter as well <laughs> <laughs> Dean, have you ever seen something this small to paint? I have a magnifying glass with for this one. <laughs> do you still do that? Oh yeah, once a month. Once a month, I hop on the live stream and I uh, paint a mini for the D and D Patreon. A mini? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. No. No. I paint a mini every month. Uh, I. It's funny because I always thought. Like when I started painting mini, I was like, oh, I'll do this, you know, I'll do this and I'll get better at it. Um, but instead it's like doing it once a month is just enough time between that you never get good. If I did it every week, I think I'd get better. Every once it a just, month, it's just, I, you never get there. And all the paints, all they do is just dry up a lot. So it's most of the stream is just me trying to open a dry paint. It seems and, like hard to do something like my hands would shake when I'm trying to be like that precise. Yeah, no, it is. It is hard. It's <laughs> it's like being a surgeon. You need like a certain set yeah, of like it, relaxed nerves. Yeah, and you have brushes that are very, very thin. You're you're getting like the tiniest little drip of silver paint and like painting a sword. <laughs> I mean, the hardest is like I'm. I'm like trying to paint people's belt buckles and shit. It's so do you literally so use like? Do you literally use like a hair? A hair? Does it have to be that thin? Yeah, it's like it's probably for, there are such fine brushes. I, it's more than a hair, but it's like you know just a couple bristles. So, so wow, thin. God, I would kill to be that thin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's probably really thin. <laughs> I know. Just all this fucking pandemic weight. I wish I was just like four hairs. <laughs> that would you would be dead. And maybe oh, you really. should be for thinking <laughs> like that. Uh, all right, one last question to roll them all. All right, this one's actually about a cool person, so we have to give him a cool name. Cool. All right. Um, why don't we give him the coolest name of all, Patrick Rafter? <laughs> I was going to say Jack Logan, but uh, that one works too. Jack Logan is uh, cool. I'm a 25-year-old actor slash bar manager in New York, so I'm usually never home during the day, and I get home very late, between 3 and 6 a.m. Cool. See? Yeah. He is cool. Super cool. Here's my problem. One of my roommates wakes up very early for work and is a light sleeper. This is something we've discussed before we moved in together, so I didn't think it would be an issue, and it hasn't been for a while. I also started seeing someone over the summer, and she'll usually wait up at the bar with me until it closes so she can come over after. We're not loud, and she usually ends up falling asleep. And she doesn't stay for the day or take up space, but this one roommate cannot stand it and started yelling, go home, and slamming the door whenever she's over, regardless of God. the time of day. <laughs> 
This roommate has been my best friend for a few years now, so I feel like this whole situation is tearing us apart and I don't know how to remedy this. I'm really not loud when I'm home, so it's hard for me to see what the issue even is. Thanks. Yours. Jack Logan. Yeah, the issue is not, it's not you or the girlfriend. Your roommate is going through something. (laughs) That's not normal behavior. I bet the roommate wanted to like have a summer and or year with his boy. And then like, this is him acting out like a seven year old or a dog. When you get, he gets introduced to a foreign person. He feels threatened, sad, and scared. Yeah. And so instead of internalizing it and being mature, he'll do things like yell, go home and slam the door when she's over. I would, like if that were the attitude, I feel like at the very worst you should like, if that's how you feel, which I don't agree with, you shouldn't feel like that. But if that is how you feel, all you can do is be passive aggressive. Like, oh, hey, Cindy, good to see you again. I see you all the time. Um, <laughs> that's max, you know? Like, yeah. yelling, go home and slamming the door <laughs> is, I mean, it's, it's that's borderline psychotic behavior. I, I think that, like, that warrants a check-in that's like, um is everything okay <laughs> girlfriend aside work aside like you screamed and sh- and slammed the door are you good <laughs> yeah i'm good i just go home <laughs> i thought we were gonna play mario kart this weekend i really yeah. don't think it could possibly be about that i feel like there's something else there's something deeper going on the fun part is when you confront people like that, they usually get pretty scared because like their comfort zone is yelling, go home and slamming the door. So like when you open their door and talk to them about it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was my just space. being coy. <laughs> I didn't really mean it like that. It's all. Yeah. Have a conversation. And I think he's feeling like that because he's threatened. Poor yeah. roommate. I would also want to bring him in here and like, what would his question be? Like, Hey, my roommate keeps bringing this chick over. And like at a certain point, I think I'm going to yell, go home. (laughs) Should I fucking yell, go home and slam the door? I think I already did it. My roommate is a bartender. He gets home at 4am and he brings his girlfriend and they bang around and they uh, keep me up. I don't know what to do, and I'm just going to have an outburst. That's like kind of what it is. And I think we would advise this person to not have an outburst because that's never good. Uh, Yeah, do not have an outburst. Um, All right. Whoa. Whoa. Kind of breaking news on Twitter. I'm sorry that I'm even seeing this now. I just feel like I should get your take. Yeah. The... This is crazy. I'm reading the Daily Mail Celebrity, which is like the UK sort of mag rag. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's romance is officially on. The new couple was caught holding hands as a mom of four rebounds from Kanye West with SNL Lothario, known for his <laughs> naughty reputation. What? What yeah, the so I, hell? I guess they were caught canoodling slash hand-holding in Palm Springs this weekend. In Palm Springs of all places. You know that she used to have a place there with Kanye. So they're like probably getting breakfast together. And it's funny because. Does it say Pete what Davi- Pete Davidson got? Was it a breakfast burrito? Or I bet he got a lumberjack breakfast. 
pancakes, waffles, toast. Very carb heavy, but hey, he can afford it. He's fucking Kim Kardashian. Uh, West they just went to a uh, art gallery. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they I don't really eat together. Like, <laughs> yeah, beans are yeah, no. or like breakfast burrito. You would have like. No, he didn't have any breakfast. Actually, Pete, maybe Pete she did. got a smoothie <laughs> and watch a movie. <laughs> Pete Davidson is so cool. He dresses like I did in 2007, but today. Yeah. So it's like before these clothes have become cool again, Pete Davidson's like, I'll wear really baggy brown Argyle shorts, literally the kind I wore in 2007 is, with orange New Balances. He's cosplaying as me. So funny what he is wearing and doing and is. <laughs> I love it so much. They love it. They can't get enough. Even Kim. Kim loves it. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, he's so happy as you would be if you were um, a comedian a few years ago and now dating the most famous person in the world. I wonder... If this is all just like a PR nightmare bullshit, like the kind Why? of shit that like that, because like they fucking they love it when they get taught. Like I should be caught canoodling with someone and yeah. see if I can get like the paparazzo on my ass screaming, "We want prenup." Next time I'm in the church, please no photos. Go <laughs> home. Like <laughs> paparazzi throwing a rock at my head <laughs> so that they could talk to somebody more famous. <laughs> Sorry, I was called yeah. and uh, <laughs> told that Stephen Baldwin would be here. Yeah, well, now I'm here at a Denny's by myself. I think Getting I was a lumberjack. By Cher. She fucking <laughs> stood me up. Where are you going? Can you believe she stood me up? <laughs> stood me up, stood me up. Doing karaoke in a parking lot. Nobody's paying attention to me. That's how the episode ends. Of uh, uh, billionaire or first trillionaires. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sad that nobody's paying attention to me anymore. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. Thus ends another classic edition of If I Were You. Thanks to everybody that's... <gasps> oh, thanks to everybody that's emailed in. Thanks to everybody that submitted a theme song. Uh-huh. Uh, the opening one was an instant classic. Correct. The Bad Day parody. Loved it by, so much. Uh, I forget his name. Let me... See search again uh a uh, uh, bad day written it was uh, by matt powder manual pa Ma matt powder manual <laughs> yeah matt daniel daniel powder was the og matt kazakos was the the wow. new the new spin on it oh wait so uh, daniel powder that's just who wrote the original song Yes, that's who wrote and performed the original Bad Day. I 100% thought Daniel Powder <laughs> wrote, the, wrote our theme song this week. Not a good sign for Daniel Powder. Wow, good for him. Daniel yeah. Powder, 50 years old. Good man. Uh, and this closing theme song uh, is... <laughs> oh, yeah. This closing one is a Schmool's Rules-themed song. Great. But it's uh, progressive psych metal band their instagram is king turtle rock nice not my cup of tea but you know what we have to sort of run the gamut here maybe there's a progressive psych metal band enthusiast that's like you guys never play that style of music on the show so here you go it's that's true at king turtle rock uh and they i guess the band king turtle from denton texas has a soundcloud so check that out right on 
so thank you, King Turtle. And thank you, Matt. Thanks to you guys for listening. The email address for everything is if I were you show at gmail.com. Correct. As always, we'll be back next week because our TV show will have not sold in the Zoom, in the, in the room. On the day. So we're back to being podcasters while people build kitchens around us. Ciao for now. Peace. HeadGum Original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Lateman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.